I'm Sydney. And I'm Sam from Mind the Gap Fest, and you're listening to KU Radio. From the University of Utah, you're listening to Local for Locals, a KU radio production where we talk with local musicians, emerging artists, and underground visionaries about new music, upcoming shows, and just getting to know people behind the local music scene right here in Salt Lake City. My name is William. And my name is Jules. And we're back with another episode of Local for Locals. Here with us today is Samantha Smith and Sydney De La Cruz. Uh, director and talent booker for the upcoming Mind the Gap Festival. Thank you guys so much for ha- being here today. How are you guys doing? Good. So thanks good. for having us. Yeah, thanks for being here. Before we get started, do you guys want to introduce yourselves, tell a little bit about what you guys do with the Mind the Gap organization? Yeah, you know. Yeah, um, I'm Sydney Delacruz. I'm a local talent buyer. I work for Live Nation. Um, I booked all of the artists for Mind the Gap. Um, and, yeah. and for those for those um, listening who don't know, um, Mind the Gap is like a local festival you guys are putting on. If you want to just like describe it really quickly, um. yeah. <clears throat> uh, Mind the Gap Music Festival is happening on Women's Equality Day. It's August twenty sixth, happening at the Gateway in Salt Lake City, Utah. So this year is our first year that we're putting on the festival. So we're really excited to have a celebration of women and minorities in music, but also shining a light on some gender equality gaps that happen in Utah and around the country. Cool. Um, So you said this is the first year the festival is going on, Mm -hmm. but the the organization has been operating for how long now? Uh, We thought of this, like conceptualized the idea in 2019 and one of the big inspirations was in 2019 utah was ranked the worst state in the country for women's equality and so we started putting together the festival all of us really love live music and attending concerts and festivals so and a lot of us had experience planning music like concerts and different festivals so uh, we merged those two ideas and I uh, thought it would be a fun way to kind of talk about these issues that are happening. And so we had the the lineup booked in 2020. Sydney was like, we were introduced to each other and as Sydney booked the lineup. And then 2020 happened, so we had to cancel. We were really sad about that. But yeah, Sydney came back a couple years later and was like, do you want to still do this? And I was like, I don't know. It was so hard having to cancel it the first time, but but I'm glad that she did, so we're going for it. That's awesome. Yeah, we're excited. Um, so how does the festival um, benefit women who are affected by um, the gaps that you were talking about? Yeah, the the festival is mostly going to raise awareness about what the different gender equality gaps are. Uh, the four main ones that we're going to discuss and create content around is the income gap, the executive position gap, the political representation and educational attainment. And so it's mostly just raising awareness and acknowledging that we have no idea why these gaps exist, but let's talk to the experts and the organizations who it's their job to study all of the research and whose missions are directly related to lessening a lot of those gaps. So. It's like, who knows why these are happening, but let's talk about it. Let's start conversations and 
hopefully come up with some creative solutions. Yeah, no, it's really awesome you guys are doing that. Um, and then your role is talent manager, talent booker. So what, what has that been like for you? Um, yeah, so basically uh, when I was booking the lineup, I kind of thought about the demographic in Utah and what works. And ultimately we landed kind of on like an indie alternative um, side of the spectrum which we're willing to expand in later years. Um, But yeah, basically I work for Live Nation, so I already have a lot of those relationships. So it was just kind of getting in touch with agents and finding a diverse group of women, non-binary artists who could take the stage and represent a larger group of people. Um, during the process, I kind of, I kind of stopped and like questioned myself, like, am I booking this for a large audience? Like, how am I going to get men to buy tickets? And then I stopped and I was like, this festival is for everybody, but like every festival is for like cis men. So let's mm-hmm. expand our fan base and get get people up there that can represent a larger group of people. Um, is it like a female artist, like primarily like what you're looking for, like for like female artists and like non-binary people? Um, or is there like different like male artists also this year? Um, not necessarily. So we wanted it to be female and non-binary headlined. So Beach Bunny is our headliner this year. Um, we do have one um, male on the lineup, Addison Grace. Um, I think next year we'll probably integrate more Um, male-fronted bands. We don't want to exclude them from the festival, but this lineup is just kind of where it landed. It's artists we love, it's artists we believe in, and have music coming out this year, and I think the artists that we have on the lineup are, like, truly some of the best artists in the music industry right now. Who's your favorite, personally? (laughs) Um, The artists not to like single anyone out like i love the whole lineup it's a lot of artists who haven't played utah before um i think like it's not very beneficial to keep bringing the same artists back to utah which we've seen time and time again um so i put a lot of artists on the lineup who have never played the market which we're really excited about because they're getting a lot of exposure that they normally wouldn't get you know coming through and playing a small venue um, but my favorite and like most anti- anticipated artist is Hemlock Springs, who found her um, kind of found her career on TikTok. Um, she had a single explode and go viral on TikTok, and she's just like incredible, like doing things I've never seen before. Um, she has an incredible vision, and she's been. Uh, She's gotten a lot of, like, praise from, like, Steve Lacey, Remy Wolf, a lot of, like, people I respect in the industry. Um, So, yeah, I'm really excited for her. I'm excited for everyone. But, like, her specifically, like, before she even got signed to an agent, I reached out to her manager and I was like, hey, here's an offer. I need her on this lineup. And um, a couple days later, her agent reached out to me and he was like, we signed her this morning. And I was like, here's an offer. Like, Literally, whatever I need to do, I need her on this lineup. And turns out we were the first festival she's ever been booked on. So 
we're excited it's to give cool. her that platform and yeah that's so funny because I was thinking of my answer to that too on the drive here and since I'm doing all of the social posts I get to like research the artists and learn about their background mm -hmm. and so that was going to be my same answer too <laughs> so now I'm like shoot I need to think of another one but yeah she was like in Dartmouth College getting her master's in science and then while she was in school put out that song that went viral and so she's like in class doing finals and like as her song is exploding and as, as like more attention is being put on it so I love her story. I think she like just like a month ago just like told her parents about her career <laughs> like right after she signed to an agent she was like I just told my dad about my music career like essentially <laughs> saying she's gonna like drop out of college and like yeah it was just crazy like you just don't know what I'm, I'm just glad she didn't like hold back from like exploring that career path because mm -hmm. I truly think she's gonna be like one of like the biggest artists mm -hmm. it's really inspirational too like like people that are in college right now like juggling what they want to do for their careers and maybe they're getting their master's in science but they really are passionate about music like it inspires them to take a leap of faith and like go for it. That is so cool. And it's so cool that you guys get to put her on like you are and you get to say, uh, we were the first people to have her <laughs> on our festival lineup. There are a few first time artists on our mm -hmm. festival. Belle has never played a festival. Um, Addison Grace has never played a festival. And it's interesting, like a lot of the artists on the lineup, so, the process is I'll reach out to agents and be like, hey, submit for this festival, any artists you'd like on here, and I'll send an offer if we're interested. But there are probably like five or six that I went to directly that weren't submitted that I'm just like, this, like I just truly believe in this artist and I'm stoked about them and I wanna give them a place to play on a big stage that they like probably wouldn't get an opportunity like this. So it's really, it's a very personalized lineup and very special to us. We're very proud of Sydney. <laughs> <laughs> That's super cool that like this festival is kind of, you know, your baby, you get to put so much of yourself into your own taste into this festival. What's, um, for those listening, what, what can they expect um, from the festival, like visually, like how many stages do you think it's gonna be? What's it gonna look like? Yeah, if anyone's ever been to an event at the Gateway, it's such a cool spot because there's so many like art installations and murals already built in. So we're gonna have a lot of like pop-up art that, that isn't always there. So we'll have two stages, the main one being in the plaza, like where the fountain is. Right. Um, we'll have a big stage there. And then our second stage will be on 100 South, kind of like right in front of that bridge of it has a mural of Donovan Mitchell I think right now so it'll be oh, right yeah. there right when you walk in and yeah we have some indoor spaces too where we'll have like all of our merch and different nonprofit organizations will get a table different um, locally owned businesses that want to set up a booth and they can come in too so it's very much a community event and we're trying to get as many uh, people in the community active as possible. Way cool. Um, I wanted to ask earlier, you said you had um, statistics about um, the wage gap in Utah and like the reasons why like this festival is even a thing in the first place. If you want to just like mm -hmm. tell the listeners, maybe they will like 
you know, strike a chord with them and maybe, you know, kind of influence them and like inspire them to go. So if you want to talk a little bit more about that. Sure. Yeah. Um, in particular, like the income gap, Utah really stands out uh, because Utah women earn about 30.9% less than male workers. So um, there's like there's um, if salaries followed the working calendar, then women would start stop getting paid in October at the end of October. So basically women are like working for a few months for, for free if you compare the wages. Utah comes in second to last with women making only 69% of what men make. So yeah, who knows, like we're trying to get creative on what solutions are available to that. Um, one of our main resources that we're looking to for information is the Utah Women in Leadership Project. They do amazing work. Their website has so much information. It's over, almost like overwhelming how much information there is. But um, they, according to them, they suggest that we raise the Utah state minimum wage by $2 and to pass an Equal Pay Act, similar to what some other states have already done. So we're going to be curating some panel discussions around this topic, too, and maybe starting a podcast to talk about some of these topics uh, because it's like there's so many different solutions that could happen so it's kind of like testing them and talking about them and trying to see which ones might be viable Um, there's also the executive position gap so men are three times more likely to hold executive positions and for women started businesses it has grown by 21 percent in utah so that's like a positive exciting thing to to think about but there's still a lot of work that needs to be done there's only about 16% of businesses in the state that are owned by women. So I think empowerment is a big thing too. And since our demographic is a little younger, it's like showing women and minorities and everyone that if they have that entrepreneurial spirit, that they can do it. They can start their own business. So lots of empowerment happening. Uh, For political representation, women make up over half of the population, but only make about 27% of congressional seats and 31% of statewide executive positions like governorships and being mayors and stuff. Um, The Utah Women in Leadership Project says a good way to shrink that gap would be to elect more women to office, but it's getting women interested in getting involved in politics in the first place. And so having like seeing those women in politics is really inspirational and we want more of those stories told so that people don't think it's like it's something that they can go into. And then lastly, the educational attainment gap. Utah stands out in this category. About 9.2% of women and 13.5% of men earn master's or doctorate's degrees. So that gap is about 4.3% and it's the largest in the nation so much larger than any other state in the country and there's only about seven other states where men outpace women in graduates degrees and so it's just encouraging girls and women to not only participate but complete their degrees and um, a lot of times when they do that then it's linked to higher pay and more senior positions within so they're all connected and so we'll just 
through the festival marketing will shine a light on some of those and hopefully contribute to some positive change. That's awesome. Yeah. I have a fun fact about um, like the CEO executive position. Um, there are more CEOs named John than there are women in the United <laughs> <Wow>. States. <laughs> wow. Just like a weird fact that I learned recently. Yeah, that we're learning cool. so much. Like we're just educating ourselves through this whole process. Mm -hmm. And if you're not actively searching for this information, it's really hard to find. Or if you know where to look, then it's easy. But the information is so overwhelming mm -hmm. that it can be kind of intimidating to try to digest all of that. So we're going to be breaking it up into like more digestible pieces and and like social videos so that people can like spend 15 seconds learning about some of these gaps. And hopefully that that starts conversations and and contributes to positive change. Um, yeah, do you want to go ahead? Um, yeah, this, like this when when um, researching researching your guys' cause, it was all news to me. Like, I didn't grow up in Utah, but I really didn't have any idea that this was such a problem with the state. Mm -hmm. And I understand that Utah across the board has huge gaps, um, but do you guys have any plans to expand the festival onto other states where the gaps are still a problem, um, and maybe put on festivals in different cities, different states? Um, yeah, I think what's surprising about Utah being like ranked the worst state in the country is that there are so many organizations that are doing the work to try to lessen these gaps. So it's really surprising that like Utah continually ranks number 50. But, but yeah, after Utah is Georgia, I think. And this was from the 2022 Wallet Hub article, The Best and Worst States for Women's Equality. So I think next was Georgia. And yeah, I feel like that would be a harder market to penetrate. But my mom just moved there, so who knows? Yeah, like, you got my a best friend connection. lives there. So. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> who knows? Yeah, like yeah. every year we want to grow and get bigger and, and um, all it. Sydney speak to like musically how we want to grow in the coming years but yeah after Georgia is Idaho so through the Utah festival we're hoping to get a lot of people down from Idaho but yeah who knows maybe it goes on tour maybe it's to be seen yeah I don't know I think that like keeping it small for you know the next five years is important to us. We have enough bigger festivals in Utah right now, and we like the more intimate setting, and we like having a headliner that wouldn't typically headline a festival. Um, but I could definitely see us doing like a tour or something, you know, starting in Utah, hitting a few venues across the country, and maybe landing in Georgia. But that's <laughs> like, we're just trying to focus on Utah right now. Mm -hmm. It's just like, already a lot and we're trying to build our team and we're trying to build a database of people who want to work in music and entertainment and um, hopefully within the next five years we have a really strong brand and we can push forward past Utah mm -hmm. and hopefully we see some change in Utah like hopefully this is effective first and foremost like we're not looking for a cash grab we're looking to spread awareness of these gaps so mm -hmm. Yeah, and through the festival, we're also contributing some funds for every ticket sold. We're donating some to uh, Salt Lake Community College. 
so that if people want to go through their music program or an entertainment-related program, then, uh, then they can do that and we'll support them going through that. So hopefully we get more like women and minorities involved locally in music uh, shows and events. So yeah, and hopefully we can get every college in Utah involved. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah, we'd love to get involved. I mean, we, you know, this is great that we're like able to do this with you guys. So you know, um, yeah, back to like the music side of it. I wanted to um, just ask you like any like dream artist that you wanted to book or like any like future artists in the coming years that you would love to have um, for the festival? Yeah, so um, I think my like dream headliner, like right now, just because she's a little bit older and I think she's incredible and she's kind of been out of the limelight for a while is Feist. Um, I think it'd be cool to have an older woman headline because you don't see that a ton mm-hmm. with these smaller festivals. Um, Lord has never played Utah. We would love to have her. That would be Twigs. so dope. <laughs> you know, there are so yeah. many, like, really cool artists. It's just like, yeah, I don't know. The list goes on and on, but I think those three are, like, pretty high on my list. Mm-hmm. Um, and I heard a little bit, um, you guys are running – a promotion for Utah students, is that true? Yeah, so for all of the different universities, I've reached out to their marketing departments and are offering a student discount to all of them. So for the University of Utah, we'll be putting like posters around where people can scan their QR code and they'll automatically get 10% off of the ticket because we want it to stay a reasonable price. We want it to be accessible to students. So I think if they scan the QR, the QR code, then they'll get that discount. But if they just go to the website, they can also plug in the discount. And it's U of U15 for the University of Utah. U of U15. Okay. Cool. Um, Before we wrap uh, things up, is there any last things you want the listeners to know about you guys? Um, maybe say the date again um, mm-hmm. and where to get your tickets. Yeah, the Mind the Gap Music Festival is August 26th. Uh, People can get their tickets at mindthegapfest.com. Fantastic. All right, so that's just about all the time we have in the studio today. Thank you for listening to this episode of Local for Locals, where we got to meet the wonderful Samantha Smith and Sydney Dela Cruz and got a unique look into the Mind the Gap Music Festival. Follow the festival on Instagram at mindthegapfest and get your tickets at mindthegapfest.com. And make sure to use U4U15 for an exclusive University of Utah student discount. Be sure to check in next week at the same time, same place for another episode of Local for Locals. You will not want to miss it.